Our scripture today is from Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. And so Advent has begun. Our week of hope has arrived. Uh, we are busy with the preparation for the coming of the Christ child uh, who will come to deliver us, comes with great significance and is celebrated with these four themes of Advent beginning this week with hope and then going on to peace and joy and love. We celebrate hope this week. Uh, why don't you tell each other, look at somebody across the room and just say, we need some hope. Just look at somebody and shout it out to them. Oh, you can't whisper hope. We need some hope. I'm going to wake you folk up at some point here. All right. We need some hope. It's what we need in light of what we've been praying about for the last 24 hours and more. The COVID, vaccine, COVID virus and the vaccines to treat it have occupied our time, our energy, and our attention for nearly two years. And I said at 8.30, if that was the only problem we had, we'd be fine. If all we had to deal with was the number of folks who died from COVID, if all we had to deal with was the number of political squabbles that originate with COVID, if we only had COVID, the world would be in great shape. But we've got all these other troubles too. COVID is a, another straw on our camel's back, another burden, another sorrow, it's trouble in the land, businesses are failing. I'm talking about huge national and international corporations that we spent our lives patronizing. Where did Sears Roebuck slip off to? Kmart, J.C. Penney's leaving us, F.W. Woolworth, all our five and 10 cent stores turned into dollar stores and started charging $5 for anything in there. Businesses are failing. Approximately one eighth of our restaurants went out of business in the last two years. Places that we regularly patronize. Churches are dwindling. 
There are fewer people and the churches are asserting less influence among people who place less credence in what the church is being saying, is saying. Our cities are struggling and they are divided. Where cities once took pride in together trumpeting the strengths of their city, now they quarrel over every little thing. Families are families often in name only. In name only, I mentioned earlier, many folks are now buying houses that don't have dining rooms because they never eat together in the first place. Families used to be able to count on each other. Now they struggle to even be able to name their family members. We need hope. It's a time where hope is just the right theme, but it's so difficult to attain that we struggle to even know what it is to hope. Michael K. Jones hoped. The late Reverend Michael K. Jones was a seminary classmate of mine. He preached this song. Back in 1993, as we entered our last year on the Masters of Divinity track, he preached this psalm in what was considered to be a trial sermon as he sought to become the pastor of a local Baptist church in Indianapolis. He was looking for a pulpit, but not just any pulpit. He preached in his context, this psalm that we're preaching today, his context, perhaps no one that I've ever met had the context that Michael had. He grew up in the Methodist church, was well connected there, and had spent his life coming to know folks and be known by folks in the Methodist church. He was the son of Sam Jones, who was the president of the Indianapolis branch of the, of the Urban League, Nas National Urban League. Michael had a bachelor's degree from Harvard University, and he was looking for an opportunity to be Michael, to be Michael, not to be the Harvard graduate to be Michael, not to be the son of Sam Jones, to be Michael, not to be the one that the Methodist Church had been paving and making room for all his life. He wanted to stand autonomously and be Michael. That was the hope that Michael brought to that sermon that day. I want you to hear me speak today, not my father. I want you to hear me, not my Methodist connections. I want you to hear that I've done my homework and read this psalm and, and understand what the psalmist is saying in this psalm. It's a psalm about hope. You could even substitute where it says, my help comes from the Lord and say, my hope comes from the Lord. Michael sought that that day. And in so doing, he helped me to understand hope in a different way, in a new way. Hope is not, as we share it with the children, an advanced form of wishing. 
Hope is not even the problem. I've got a word I want to discard from the English language because I finally figured out it doesn't describe anything real. Hopelessness does not exist. Though we've spent our lives looking at folks and saying there is a sign of hopelessness, what, what exists in place of hopelessness is us placing our hope in the wrong thing or the wrong entities. We all hope in something. Some of us just hope in that which cannot deliver us. We hope in the strength of our armies, hoping that our army is strong enough to fully protect everybody in our country and no army that ever lived can accomplish that. We hope in our money thinking that if we've got enough printing presses, we can print up enough money to buy anything we need. We hope in our beauty, and yes, you are beautiful, each and every one of you this morning, but that won't get me into the kingdom looking at or appreciating your beauty. We hope in our sphere of influence, we know people in high places, and we hope that will get us all we need. Uh, what Michael said that day as he read that psalm and heard that psalm speak to him is, I'll look to the hills. That's where my help is coming from. I will look to the hills. Uh, the hills need to be understood in some different ways because this is a text that the cynics who criticize everything the Christian church says would have a pretty easy time critiquing in negative terms this song. It sounds like pie in the sky, they might think. Uh, the hills, though, are not denotative, they are sacramental. The hills represent something bigger than the hills. I'm looking to the hills and yet I know the limitations of the hills. I know that there aren't a bunch of gods having dinner this evening up on Mount Olympus. I know that even if that was where the gods or the single god operates, that does not capture God. God doesn't stay in the hills. God meets us in the hills, meets our attention span in the hills, meets our connectedness in the hills, meets our rootedness because the things of the kingdom are too big for us. We have to have some representation of the kingdom. And so we've got the hills. Some of us have the ocean front. Some have the river. Some have the hills or the valley. The hills are not God's house. But I'll look to the hills because the hills like to whisper in my ear and tell me about my God. The hills tell me about my God when I see the greenery growing on the hills. The hills talk to me about my God when I see uh, a little house sitting up on the hill and the peacefulness that the occupants can live with. Those hills are special, but they're just a hint at the goodness of God. Help is on the way. That's the message that 
the psalmist is receiving and the message the psalmist is conveying. Whatever's going wrong and things do go wrong, help is on the way. I look to the hills from whence comes my help. It's not about a false and a shallow religion that claims there won't be trouble. You've all heard some preachers who tell you, if you just walk down this aisle and take my hand and join my church, you'll never have trouble again. Don't join that church. Don't take that hand. Uh, just arthritis alone has taken half of us out. How many arthritics here? I've got some aches and pains if any of you are missing. And so to write a psalm that suggests we won't have troubles would be a problem. It would be a misrepresentation of the God we serve. Yes, we have aches and pains. Some of us are aching right now, right this minute. But we can look to the hills and the hills will bring us a solution sometimes, will bring us sympathy other times, will bring us understanding still at other times. The hills provide us with help, provide us with resource. We need to understand that God's response, though it changes as a response, is a constant truth. And why that is important is this. Some of us seem to wait expecting that God will wake up one day and fix our problem. You've got God's help every minute of every day. And some days you take good advantage of it. Every day God is blessing me. Some days I benefit from my blessings because some days I live with the character that God intends me to live with. Some days I utilize the knowledge God has allowed me to acquire. Some days I put aside my selfish desires and my competitive nature and work in unity with other people around me. God is blessing every minute of every day, but every now and then we respond to those blessings. Stop saying God showed up. God was always there. God never left you and never will leave you. And sometimes it takes a visit to the hills to remind ourselves of that truth. And so, yes, look to the hills. Even if you've got arthritis, look to the hills. Even if you can't get along with your siblings, look to the hills. If you're running short of money, if you're not sure what there will be for dinner tonight, keep on looking to the hills, knowing that there's no magical dust that is being sprinkled to make your life free of struggle but knowing that we serve a God who will stand with you in prevailing over those struggles. Look to the hills. Even though we've still got trouble, look to the hills. 
even though you don't have an answer, look to the hills. Help is in the hills. Hope is in the hills. So let's all commit to spending a little more time looking to the hills.